Hi, it's Janice here, and today I want to talk about lesson planning versus systems teaching. The question is this, how do music teachers like you and me find ideas, resources, and the energy for teaching? How do we teach in such a way that inspires our students and inspires ourselves on keeping on going day after day? That's the question, and in this podcast, we give you the answers. My name is Janice Tuck, and welcome to the Weekly Spark for Music Teachers. So this is something I've been thinking about and growing for a long time now, and it's a direction and it's a stance we take at the Fun Music Company. So it's something that keeps coming back to me more passionately over time. So I thought today I'd share my viewpoint and my thoughts on this and see if it resonates with you too. So over the years, I've shifted from being a lesson plan based teacher to a systems based teacher. And if there was one main reason why this happened for me that way, I think it's this. So this all started back in the late 90s and I was in my early 20s back then and that's when I decided to leave teaching in Australia and I set out on a two-year adventure. Now one of the experiences I had when I was traveling was teaching in London and it became an experience that totally transformed my life in many ways. When I arrived in London for the first time I knew that I was going to quickly run out of any money so I had. So pretty quickly I started looking for TRT work, temporary relief teaching. So I'd already been teaching here in Australia for a few years by then and I became bored. I wanted to explore new ideas. I wanted to branch out. I wanted to try new things. I wanted to see if I could make it happen even if I had a very little amount with me. So in essence, I knew that when I, I was going to start from scratch again when I went over to London and I didn't really know what I was going to really be in for in traveling like this. So I left my existing and my comfortable job in Australia and I travelled to the UK, in London. And I mean, I started from scratch. I really did. I didn't know how this was going to happen before I left on my adventure, but I spent the most majority of that time living in a tent and dressing up in my suit each day to go off to work in order to make this happen. And I also had an experience with living with up to 17 people at one time. So it was not easy. The challenge for me in teaching like this was I didn't have any bag space. And it all happened, this all happened before the internet and laptop computers or even iPads even existed. I just had one lesson planning book. It was an emergency relief teaching book with a few lesson plans inside that weren't even musical ones. And apart from that, there was no teachers, there was no teachers resources that I had. I took an Australian picture book. I took a, the relief teaching emergency book. And I had a few songs in that I could teach at a moment's notice from my ex- past experience. Oh, and I took my clarinet and one book for that. And that's all I had with me. And uh, I did have my resume, but that didn't help when I got into the classroom. All it did was help me get jobs with TRT organizations. So at first, when I started my TRT, everything went well. I rang up at seven o'clock in the morning. I scored a job for the day. And by eight o'clock in the morning, I was in the bus or the train ready to be teaching by 8.30 or nine o'clock in the morning. Most of the time, work had been left and I was just babysitting my classes. Thankfully, the children liked Australians and we spent most of my remaining time of each lesson talking about Australia. However, over time, though, I was asked to teach more and more in specialised schools and I got away with it. I had a few songs that I knew I could bring out and do that I didn't have with me, but I just had in my head and I can adapt it to anything I work with as a once off lesson. But then eventually the call that I feared most came. I was asked to teach at a specialised school for six months because I was, and because I was a bit bored with the TRT by this stage, I accepted it. And because I needed the money, living in a different country the way I was, then I took it. And when I attended the school, I loved it. 
The principal was excellent, the children were beautiful, the music room was a mess when I found it, but they had a few keyboards and a few untuned percussion instruments and a tape recorder and a board in the room. So it was workable, even though it was really dusty and it did take me a lot of work to get it feeling usable. <laughs> so when I started at school, my worst nightmare really settled, on, settled in. I found out the school had to be inspected. It was called an Ofsted inspection. I had never done anything like it. And then I found out that if the school failed in this area, they wouldn't be able to have any music classes in their school and it would all come down to me. I had to make a full year music course in the space of six months and inspectors were to come into my classroom and they were going to examine in the classes I ran. And having already accepted the job, I couldn't back out of it and I had no resources to do any of this with. And that was the first moment that I really realised I couldn't teach with my little emergency book one-off lessons anymore. I needed something I could build upon lesson by lesson. I needed something that I could easily stop lessons where I needed to, where children would get up to it, and then I could start again when I needed to. I needed something that could work through the lessons at their class's pace and something that would gradually lead them through the curriculum in the time that they had. So I was stuck. How on earth was I going to get the content I needed to teach the lessons I had to teach the children? And I had no extra equipment, no extra books or no extra resources. And that was the moment that I realized that the lesson plans were not going to work for me here, but a system would. And thankfully, I had a beautiful support from my principal at this school. Now, she printed off the current UK music curriculum for me, and that's when I got to work. I worked out how to cover the main areas of the curriculum with the lessons I had. I worked out what students needed to know. And slowly, I began working towards each of those areas using the knowledge I had at the time. The Mary, there were also many areas I couldn't easily help in. I was working in a specialised school at the time, so so many students are taught they needed specialised plans, they needed adaptions, and thankfully I got help whenever I needed it. I had a beautiful support staff to help the children come into my lessons and do the lessons I needed to get the children to where they were in a supportive and caring environment. But I still had no resources to use. I was really just using only the knowledge I had in my head. It's so much more different now with the internet and being able to tap into resources that you can get in just an instant. So the outcome of this was that even with my limited resources, I was able to get through the inspection within six months and the school passed in every area of music and I was asked to stay on. And so the real transformation for me here was that I realised that I didn't have to be perfect, but I needed to have that guide of knowing where we had to get to and having some kind of system to work with. And I found out that it all works, even with limited resources. Even Elle Nightingale once said, people who have goals succeed because they know where they are going. And that was definitely true for me. My lessons were not perfect, but I worked out what had to happen to pass that inspection. And I put it into a manageable system process where I covered a little bit of the curriculum every lesson until it was done. It was a system that I had the skills for and that's what I could cover. That's how I could cover every element and that worked, not just what I taught inside every lesson. And what happened to the school? Well, the school passed the inspection and music continued to flourish in that school for many years before they had another inspection again. And since then, we've been building here at the Fun Music Company online systems that nobody has to go so nobody else has to go through the stress of having to start a system in that amount of stress on their own like that ever again 
So what I'm saying here is that systems work because they break the learning into smaller manageable steps. Each segment of this curriculum needing to be addressed is covered in each lesson. And if you don't get the chance to cover it, you can make a note of where you're up to and start from there in the next lesson. You can spend five to 10 minutes of each lesson on each areas of the curriculum instead of having to spend the whole lesson on a single lesson idea. The children's skills just build up in time as a result because they're doing all these independent things that are just sort of matching together. So I have four principles to share with you today to setting up a system that works. And here are the four elements to setting up any system rather than operating lesson by lesson. I call it the who, what, how system process. Number one is to know your who, or I like to call it my outcome. So I was really clear about what I had to achieve. I needed the one year program covering three different areas to reach the requirements of the curriculum at the time. And I had an end date. Number two, know your why. You know, I had to know the purpose and it had to be big for me. And I had to help the school reach this inspection requirement within three months or six months was the time that I had the inspection. And I had to do that from scratch with no resources. So that made me realize I had to do little bits in every lesson using the knowledge I had with the students to in, to, in order for them to remember anything. Number three, when the why is strong, the how comes. For me, I wrote down a list of all the different ideas I could do in each curriculum area to make the system come together. For me, at the time, there were simple five to 10 minute ideas and activities that I pieced together that always move students towards a bigger goal of fulfilling the curriculum needs. I call this my actions. And number four was making a plan. I had an overall plan that I knew I had to cover each each year. I had a yearly plan at first and I made a calendar up and each month I had a plan to keep me on track From that, I could then break it down into a weekly plan. And from that, I went into my daily plan. And I guess that is why, that is one of the big reasons why we share systems online now at the Fun Music Company rather than five-minute ideas. You know, we offer that as well, but it's a system that it belongs to that makes teaching so much more fulfilling and achieves the outcomes needed and it makes us feel good in what we do, creating that impact with our students that we deserve. Anyway, These realizations have really helped me over the last 20 years and they still stay with me to this day. They've become bigger and bigger. I've become more passionate about it and I hope they can help you in some way as well. So it's great chatting to you today and I look forward to chatting again next time on the Weekly Spark. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service. It helps us spread the word. Also, you can head over to funmusicco.com forward slash weekly teaching ideas where you can join our mailing list and get free access to hundreds of fun music teaching ideas and resources for the classroom. So make sure you're subscribed and don't miss an episode. And I look forward to seeing you next time on the Weekly Spark for Music Teachers.